Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. New York Rangers won, Pittsburgh Penguins nothing. But before we get into the game recap from the annual Thanksgiving Eve game, I want to wish a happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there celebrating today. And if you're one of our Canadian listeners or one of our international listeners that are not celebrating today... Happy Thursday. You've almost made it to the weekend. You're almost there. You're doing great. Keep going. But happy Thanksgiving to all my American listeners and all our American listeners. Uh, we appreciate you and we are thankful for you uh, for joining us for, for this Penguins talk that we do almost every single day. So thank you for that. And uh, hopefully we'll get more wins going forward because the Pittsburgh Penguins fell one to nothing to the Metropolitan Division rival New York Rangers on home ice last night. Top storyline of the game is that the Penguins just couldn't capitalize. They had a couple of opportunities. When they got their opportunities, they weren't able to finish them. I mean, some of it was puck luck. Sidney Crosby hit the post twice, including on a redirection late in the third period, which could have been the tying goal, which could have turned the tide for not just the game, but maybe even the season. Who knows? Uh, Unfortunately, it went off the crossbar and went out of play. Some of it was just failing to follow up. Quick gave up some pretty big rebounds throughout that game, and the Penguins just weren't there to put those away. And the rest was shot selection. I mean, the Penguins never really appear to be shot first, especially on odd man rushes. I mean, you look at how many two-on-ones they've had over the past couple of weeks. All the time, they're almost immediately from the blue line in looking to pass that puck across the ice. Something needs to change where they need to actually start looking to shoot the puck instead of pass the puck first. That way, goaltenders cannot just easily scout this team and know that they're going to try to get that cross-ice pass. But let's get over to the goal recap here today. Going to be a quick one. One goal in the game, that one coming five minutes in. Alexi Lafreniere, or Lafreniere, or Lafreniere, or whatever you say, however you say it. It's one of the names that always stumps me. He gets his eighth goal of the season on a breakaway. Bad decision by Ryan Graves leads to this one. Graves has made a couple of mistakes on the season that have led directly to goals. He's kind of struggled to catch his footing with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And in a game where the Penguins played mostly solid defensive hockey, 
that one mistake ended up costing him and ended up being the difference. Lafreniere gets his eighth of the season. Assist goes to Mika Zibanejad, his ninth of the season. And while the Penguins did score a goal, it was called off for offsides. It was Alex Nylander tipping the puck in when Jonathan Quick didn't even have a, a glove on his glove hand to make that save. They took advantage of it, but unfortunately, it was Nylander that was actually offsides. Score stayed at one to nothing, and that's where it remained until triple zeros hit, and the Penguins lost by a score of of one nil, and uh, that's it's disappointing because I thought that they played a pretty good game against a really good New York Rangers team, a team that was without uh, their star player uh, Adam Fox, but they still have a lot of talented players on that on the ice there. I mean, Artemi Panarin had a pretty good game; he had a couple opportunities. Jacob Truba was pretty evident. K. Andre Miller, I thought, played a really good game defensively for the Rangers, but the Pittsburgh Penguins at the end of the day just weren't able to capitalize on the handful of chances that they were given. And uh, ends up being the difference in this one. Three stars of the game. Third star going to go to John Ludwig. Now, he didn't particularly play the best game in his first game back from injury, but it was his second career game in the NHL. Finished with 9 minutes, 21 seconds of ice time. And the Pens were outshot 5-2 to two when he was on the ice. He had no special teams time, no penalty kill, no power play for certain. But the good thing I did see from him is he's definitely not shying away from contact. That was a brutal injury that he suffered that kept him out since October 24th in his NHL debut. And it was caused by him, right? He went in to make a massive hit and his head was just a little ahead of his body and he knocked himself out. Some people, that would make them a little bit hesitant to get in there and get physical again, but not for John Ludwig. Massive hit on Capo Caco behind the Penguins net in the third period. Kind of turned the tide for a couple of minutes for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's the type of energy he's able to bring for the Pens, and nice to see that he's not shying away from contact there. Second star of the game, going to go to Tristan Jari. 35 saves on 36 shots for the Penguins starting netminder. He continues to play well against the Rangers at home. We talked on Tuesday's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast that Tristan Jari in his career has had some pretty not great numbers against the New York Rangers in total, but that's mainly because he doesn't perform well at Madison Square Garden. When it comes to playing the Rangers at PPG Paints Arena, he was 7-1 and one heading into last night's performance. He's now, after last night, 7-2-0 and oh against the Rangers in Pittsburgh with a 2.00 goals against average and a 9.34 save percentage. He was a brick wall in the final 55 minutes of the game. Might he have wanted that Lafreniere goal back? Yeah, potentially. But at the end of the day, he gave the Penguins a chance to win. He's the only reason the Penguins had a chance to win, making a couple of great A saves throughout the game and keeping the Penguins within striking distance to the very end. Speaking of goaltenders, number one star goes to Jonathan Quick. Not the only, you know, the Penguins are not the only, I should say, team that has significant contributions coming from 35-plus-year-olds. Jonathan Quick, 37 years old, makes 32 saves on the Pittsburgh Penguins, including 15 in the final frame, the Penguins started pushing hard late, and Jonathan Quick stood tall. Was only forced to make five saves on the five power plays that the Penguins got. And that's that's where we're going to go with our final thoughts in this one. The power play, they can't use the not enough opportunities excuse anymore. 0 for 5 against the New York Rangers. Plenty of opportunities against the New York Rangers. And I understand, the Rangers have a really good penalty kill. Not as good as the Penguins penalty kill, but they have a really good penalty kill. Top 15 in the National Hockey League. They're a really good special teams team in general, but people are going to waste their breath arguing over whether it's the players or if it's the system. Should Todd Reardon be the next assistant coach out in Pittsburgh? That's, that's going to be the conversation as time moves forward, but at the end of the day, it's both. It's not just the system. It's not just the players. It's a problem that is stemming from both of them not being up to snuff. The system promotes, uh, promotes excuse me, perimeter play, and nothing 
in the middle of the ice. It limits quality looks and forces your players to try to beat these goaltenders from really far out. And when you have a team like the Penguins, who doesn't often like to get in front of the goaltender and tip pucks, it's really going to limit your opportunities. It's going to limit the potency of your opportunities. So it's something about the system just promotes the fact that they're not going to score goals. Not to mention that the players that are out there playing the game seem way too comfortable for a team that is 25th in the National Hockey League. You didn't mishear me. They are 25th in the National Hockey League on the power play. They're too comfortable. They look like they're the third-ranked power play, and they're entitled to getting their opportunities. They're entitled to scoring goals every time they get on the power play, and it's just not the case. Other teams are shutting them down, and they're not forcing them to shut them down. Too often do the Pittsburgh Penguins cough up the puck in the offensive zone on the power play. The puck goes down 200 feet, and the second it goes down the first time, because their breakout is so putrid, it's just going to keep going back and forth. It's just going to slingshot, and you're going to waste the two minutes skating 200 feet back to pick up the puck, getting to the blue line, turning the puck over, and, and doing it all over again. It happens way too often for the Pittsburgh Penguins, not to mention the amount of shorthanded opportunities that they gave up. They only had five shots on five power play opportunities. They gave up two shots. I get it. Two shots can be, you know, they get to the blue line and they dump it in on Tristan Jari, but the Pittsburgh Penguins give up way too many shorthanded opportunities and they do not capitalize when they get the man advantage. Something or someone needs to be changed on that unit to wake it up, to send a message. And I said last night on Twitter, Evgeny Malkin might be my vote. You know, when it comes to who is lackadaisical, who is too comfortable on that unit, I think Evgeny Malkin is the prime suspect in that one. You know, he turns the puck over a lot at the top of the zone, and with Eric Carlson not being the greatest at defending two-on-ones, it creates a lot of opportunities for the opposing team. Evgeny Malkin is the most talented player when it comes to shot first and when it comes to actually shooting the puck on the Penguins' power play, but considering it's a power play that doesn't shoot the puck, I don't see the issue in taking a guy like Evgeny Malkin out and putting somebody else that's a little shot first on. Maybe somebody that could play a little bit better defense. Maybe you rock with two defensemen and throw Eric, or not Eric Carlson, throw Chris Letang up there. I don't know what the answer is to this, but I think something needs to change because if you keep going status quo, it's just not going to get any better and the Pittsburgh Penguins can't afford to have the 25th ranked power play in the National Hockey League as they look to climb back into the Eastern Conference standings post Thanksgiving. Up next for the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're back in action Friday night as they travel to take on the Buffalo Sabres. This will be a rematch from their November 11th matchup only a couple of weeks ago. Penguins won that one 4 to nothing, so maybe they can get back in their winning ways in Buffalo on Friday, on Black Friday, if you're in the United States, and we'll see what they're able to do in that one. Obviously, today is Thanksgiving. Like I mentioned, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. The one thing that everybody looks at at Thanksgiving in the NHL, are you in a playoff spot? The Pittsburgh Penguins currently sit fifth in the wildcard rankings in the Eastern Conference with 18 standings points. They are three points behind the Detroit Red Wings for that final playoff spot. So they got some work to do coming out of the holiday. We'll see what they're able to do in the back half of this month. This stretch has not been great for the Pittsburgh Penguins coming up. Three of four losses now, and through those three losses all to the top teams in the Metropolitan Division. They're going to need to be much better going forward. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.